Happy Easter to you from the Quincy Church of the Nazarene. My name is Pastor John Hardeman, and today's date is April 17, 2022. Our text will come from the Gospel of John, chapter 20, and I'll be reading verses 1 through 18. This sermon complements the devotional series titled, These 40 Days, published by the Foundry. Again, our text, John, chapter 20. Starting at verse 1, and I'll be reading through verse 18. It goes as follows. Early on the first day of the week, while it was still dark, Mary Magdalene went, from the, went to the tomb and saw that the stone had been removed from the entrance. So she came running to Simon Peter and the other disciple, the one Jesus loved, and said, They have taken the Lord out of the tomb, and we don't know where they have put him. So Peter and the other disciple started for the tomb. Both were running, but the other disciple outran Peter and reached the tomb first. He bent over and looked in at the strips of linen lying there, but did not go in. Then Simon Peter, who was behind him, arrived and went into the tomb. He saw the strips of linen lying there, as well as the burial cloth that, has been, that had been around Jesus' head. The cloth was folded up by itself, separate from the linen. Finally, the other disciple, who had reached the tomb first, also went inside. He saw and believed. They still did not understand from Scripture that Jesus had to rise from the dead. Then the disciples went back to their homes. But Mary stood outside the tomb crying. As she wept, she bent over to look into the tomb and saw two angels in white, seated where Jesus' body had been, one at the head, another at the foot. They asked her, Woman, why are you crying? They had taken my Lord away, she said, and I don't know where they had put him. At this, she turned around and saw Jesus standing there, but she did not realize that it was Jesus. Woman, he said, why are you crying? Who is it you were looking for? Thinking he was the gardener, she said, Sir, if you have carried him away, tell me where you have put him, and I will go get him. Jesus said to her, Mary. She turned towards him and cried out in Aramaic, Rabboni, which means teacher. Jesus said, Do not hold on to me, for I have not yet returned to the Father. Go instead to my brothers and tell them, I am returning to my Father and your Father to my God and your God. Mary Magdalene went to the disciples with the news. I have seen the Lord. And she told them that he had said these things to her. The reading of God's word. Bow your heads with me, please. Dear Heavenly Father, Lord, this is an incredible passage of scripture that uh, is visited at least once a year in all the churches around the world. The resurrected Christ. But Father, I ask through the help of the Holy Spirit and through the insight that you uh, reveal to us that we would uh, renew our uh, uh, ourselves as being the resurrected people. And Father, I realize that you're the real teacher here. We realize that you're the real teacher here. So Father, Use this moment and time to speak truth into our lives. In Jesus' name, amen. The resurrection is a defining moment for the Christian faith. 
Our entire faith revolves around it, so much so that even our gathering together in worship on Sunday mornings is because of the resurrection. It's supposed to serve as a reminder each and every week of the power of the resurrection. Resur Res resurrection Day is so important that we spend weeks preparing for it through the season of Lent. We fill our sanctuaries with flowers. We often buy new clothes. We give small gifts. We celebrate with free food and shouts of acclamation that He is risen. He is risen indeed. It is a great day of celebration. Jesus is alive. Sin and death have been defeated. But it would be a mistake to view this Resurrection Day as a one-time act that we observe and celebrate. Because the power of the Resurrection wasn't just that Jesus was raised from the dead, but also that the power of the Resurrection was unleashed upon the world. We can, excuse me, we can live in the power of the Resurrection each and every day. We can share the power of the resurrection in the world plagued by sin and death, and we long for the someday resurrection of the dead. Praise God. We rejoice that Jesus was raised, but we also rejoice that we too are continually being brought to life. This is why baptism is often celebrated on Easter, because when we are baptized, we are united to the death and resurrection of Jesus. As the people of God, we are a resurrection people. At the garden, Mary is so filled with grief that when she encounters Jesus, she believes him to be the gardener. John is illustrating a theological truth here. The sin that entered the world and the, and the garden is conquered in this new garden through resurrection. Jesus is a gardener of sorts causing new life to grow where there was once death. While there is a theological truth and depth to the garden imagery here, Mary isn't in the headspace to make to making these uh, are those deep theological connections. She just knows that her dear friend died and she misses him. She was grieving over her mistaken hope about who the Messiah was and what he was to do for her and for her people. When we experience deep grief, deep grief, much as Mary has at this moment, it can be difficult to focus on the bigger picture. <laughs> Many have speculated as to why Jesus wasn't recognized by Mary, by Mary at that moment of time. <laughs> of the list, and the list is quite extensive. The reason of why I believe it is, is on the bottom of the pile. Jesus wasn't recognized because she wasn't looking for Jesus to be resurrected. I used to love those pictures where uh, they would say in a caption, Can you see the leopard in this picture? <laughs> I quit checking those pictures when they come up because I almost always have to consult the, the author to actually find the big cat. Or another example that many will remember, the Where's Waldo? kind of fame. <laughs> like I mentioned earlier, Jesus wasn't mentioned, or excuse me, Jesus wasn't recognized because Mary wasn't looking for Jesus to be resurrected. He was supposed to be dead in the in her mind. And 
because that's just the way it always goes. <laughs> but then Jesus speaks Mary's name. This became a powerful moment of recognition for Mary. Jesus sees her. Jesus knows her and called out her name. She is not just another person grieving. She is his disciple whom he loves. After she recognizes Jesus, she is told to go. She is now given the task of evangelism as Jesus tells her to tell the others. Jesus is once again doing something new. Important tasks, tasks like this were never given to a woman because they were viewed as lacking credibility. You know, just the woman. But Jesus empowers Mary to share the gospel and she leaves there and this encounter and char uh, changed. She is now Mary who has seen the risen Christ. She is now Mary, the evangelist. This encounter with the resurrected Christ teaches Mary that resurrection is something to be shared, not hoarded. We are called to be a resurrection community, called out of sin and death, just like Mary and the disciples. We live in the hopeful expectation that, just as Christ was raised, we too will one day be raised. With that hope, we go into the dead places of the world and breathe resurrection life into them joining the Holy Spirit in the good work of sowing seeds of resurrection, new life from death. Living the resurrected life means walking the hard roads to the cross, which means laying down our greed, our selfishness, pride, anything else that you can think of. It also means laying down our very lives for those around us. It means doing the hard things and going to unexpected and hard places. We go into the worst places of the world trusting in the hope of the resurrection. Resurrection people do not fear the worst places, but seek to bring hope, light, and life of resurrection into them. Resurrection people know that in the power of the Spirit, we can do hard things. This is the resurrection hope for everyone in all circumstances. Hope for places and hope for people. Hope for people embroiled in racism, sexism, and in any form of hate. Hope for places and people consumed by poverty. Hope for places and people battling disaster, violence, disease. Resurrection people are called to go even when it's hard and difficult. We are not abandoned, but we are gifted by the Holy Spirit. We declare through our lives, words, and actions that even the most forgotten, the most forsaken places can be redeemed by God in resurrection hope. Baptism, baptism, excuse me, is a is the initiating act into the community of resurrection. The water symbolizes both the cleansing and being brought out of death and into the new resurrection life. Underwater symbolizing the cleansing, the washing of the soul, while underwater we hold our breath. Coming out of the water symbolizes new life, 
burst forth, filling your lungs with life-giving air into a new resurrection life. When we baptize others, we welcome them into this community, inviting them to join us as resurrection people. But we also remember our own identity as resurrection people. Resurrection is not just something that happens one time and that we commemorate each year. Rather, it is a way to live. We are a people of resurrection. We live in the ways that breathe new life into the world around us. We look for where the Holy Spirit has worked and ask God to show us how we can join in that work. We share stories of when Christ and where God has breathed new life for us. We look ahead to the resurrection of the dead, not passively, but hopefully and with expectation. We declare that Christ is risen here this morning in this place. And then we go into the world to work for, speak of, and declare resurrection in and to the world around us. Will you bow your heads with me, please? Dear Heavenly Father, Lord, I think of this time, and I think of you being the God of hope, the God who gives new life. And Lord, if we are living or trying to live in this life and we have this uh, a death, uh, this bondage around us, Father, you want to free us. You want to bring resurrection life into each one. And Lord, it is through the forgiveness of sin. And Father, we recognize that. So Father, wherever we are, meet us. Forgive us. Bring us hope. Bring us joy. Bring us resurrection life. I pray this in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Thank you for joining us. And until we meet again, may God richly bless you. Remember, you are resurrection people. Bye.